Hello, beautiful people. This is Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian, always here to fuel you. Uh, look, controlling and overcoming binge eating, improving performance, and supporting your body composition goals while always improving your health is the goal here. But remember that if it's working for you, your health, your mindset, and your definition of success, no one deserves to tell you different. You do you. Fuel you. Look, this is another podcast short. Always trying to kind of keep these under five minutes. Never seem to work, which is totally cool. But this is also a way for me to open up the discussion more so than just like a 60 second Instagram post. But I was really thinking about food preferences and what really gets us to this point in our life, choosing foods, having food habits. Where does it really come from? Because food preferences is is so much more than just the food intake that's driven by, um, I think, taste, right? So like density of taste buds on your tongue or genetic differences in like these taste receptors that we have or uh, just, I guess, differences in just like that that receptor sensitivity for all these these tastes and flavors, uh, sour, sweet, umami-ish. You know. So that, I think, is like the the, the surface of it. And I love, this is just, this is what drives my interest really in people and food and wanting to understand why do you do what you do? Why do you do what you do in terms of food, nutrition, and your food choices? Because I think that there's so many things that drive the way that we eat and what we want to eat and why we eat. Just, it honestly, it is like, it just it makes me want to dig deeper and understand people better. I don't really care it, you know, about other things like why someone decides to choose the car they choose or the clothes they choose, food. I love to understand where food comes from just because in my past, I know that my past has driven my food choices and even my career. And so would I be in a different place if my food choices as a child or rather my food environment was different? I kind of believe so for sure. And it's not a right or wrong. But where else does this happen in people? Do very successful people, whoever you want to define that, are their food choices or the way that they grew up with food preferences and habits, did that make them successful or is it keeping them successful now? Uh, people that maybe are finding themselves in a more challenging position, did their food habits drive part of that? And I honestly believe so. And I don't think there's ever going to be like that one thing that we discover in someone that's going to tell us everything. But I think that the influences that really contribute to a lot of our individual food choices, they include so many different things or so many factors in there. And that can be from knowledge to obviously these personal taste preferences, just what we taste just genetically on our tongue and in our mouth, but our mood, our hunger, um, those are all things that can affect us like right now, right? But it could have been things that affected us when we were younger and then we'd never really branched out from what we knew. But our health status, our, these special diet requirements, and especially as we're growing up in parts of our life, if we think about the environment that we were in, maybe it wasn't any of these special diet requirements for for ourselves individually, but maybe our parents or people that we grew up with grandparents. And as we get older, yes, there are going to be special diet requirements, whether there's things that we have to add in or things that to be careful of. And that can drive our interest. But I think ethnicity and personal income, all of these things drive that. People who, who lived on what used to be known as food stamps, but now on, on SNAP, right? Uh, 
the the foods that maybe they're able to buy. It could drive their food choices and their preferences without them even knowing. It's not really a choice. It's just a direction that they were led in. It's just, it's so interesting to see. And, you know, there's, <laughs> just thinking about myself, I knew, you know, as a child, I hated mushrooms. Not because I tasted mushrooms, but because I was almost taught, not right or wrong here, and my mom did not like mushrooms, so I didn't like mushrooms. I just, I despised mushrooms because my mom despised mushrooms. And it wasn't any story that she shared. It was just that I would see the disgust on her face whenever she would talk about mushrooms or taste mushrooms, and she'd say, nope, I hate mushrooms. I hated mushrooms, too. But it wasn't until my dad shared a story. He shared a story. It was, I'll always remember this. He was, he was talking about, it's probably when I was getting older, probably close to college. He was like, you know, in my fraternity, I think he went to Franklin College. I think it's in Indiana. He played baseball. He's in a fraternity. And he said that there was a guy in his fraternity who would make fried mushrooms. I guess like fried little, um, you know, button mushrooms or whatever. And he would describe this. He described this as like coming downstairs in his frat house one time and smelling what this other his like brother in his frat was was making. And he tasted them. They were just so delicious. And I remember how he described it. And my dad's not, you know, my dad's a funny guy, but he's not someone who's going to go deep into these details of flavor and all this. But just he described it enough that made me interested in it. And I tried mushrooms after that and I loved it. But it was the story that brought me there. It wasn't that I, I tasted mushrooms and hated them. It wasn't that I tasted mushrooms and loved them. The story allowed me to open up to actually try them at some point, which I just thought was so interesting. And there was some, I was just, I was thinking back through this as a dietitian, as an intern, as I was becoming a dietitian, we have to do so many hours of, of service in the hospital, our clinical hours and whatnot. Um, and I was working or interning with the city. I was interning with the Department of Health. And our goal was to educate the educators. Man, I always try and keep these under five minutes and now we're going on six, but I'm going to try and see how we can get through this. But we were educating the educators, right? What we did is we was we brought public school teachers in, and we would educate them on nutrition, something pretty general, but just healthful eating. And then we would teach them how to make simple recipes and bring these ideas and thoughts and activities into their classroom and teach the children. And then the children, the goal was to teach the children, educate them. But overall, what we really wanted was that they'd go home and share these thoughts and these food ideas and, you know, uh, change the way that kids thought about food and maybe even help uh, provide a little bit of education to their parents, right? So kind of bring it full circle within a family. It's a really cool thing. But really why I'm saying this, I mean, that itself, I think, is interesting, right? How we kind of like reverse engineered food education in a family. But the other thing was, I remember when we were educating the, the educators, the teachers, we would open up the discussion about food, right? It was like a three-day intensive thing. They'd come in for three days, and they got you know certain benefits for being there. But we'd we'd open up a conversation talking about food, right? What do you know? What do you feel like? What do you like? We'd get down into what what do you like and what do you dislike? Like actually, how to talk to maybe children about this too. And every single person that we would talk to, at some point within like a maybe three or four minute discussion with them, they'd get down into their childhood and how they. And, and the flavors and the smells and the habits that maybe their family had, cooking with grandma, um, mom or dad, you know, uh, buying and making something, the food they had in summer, the, the food they had, uh, you know, the hot chalk they had in winter, right? All of these things, it developed uh, who they were and how they ate. And so it was almost like when we would have to teach about food, it was almost like it wasn't that we had to 
they had to unlearn things, but maybe to just open up and realize that maybe other people had different experiences. This isn't just them. This isn't just those teachers. This is anybody. This is you. This is me. And so it's just, it's amazing to understand where our food preferences come from. And I think where I just want to go with this, because this is so open-ended, this is what I'd I'd love to get down into these conversations with these very successful people, chefs. Okay, why is this person a chef? And, you know, what in their childhood brought them to this moment? Or just a highly successful person, a professional or an athlete or whoever it is, what brought them to this moment? Did food impact them and get them to where they are? Did where they were impact their food decisions, right? All this kind of stuff. I think food is this fundamental, this this uh, this keystone to really who people are socially and personally and whatever else, but that is that's really the basis of what I love about you know this podcast and being to in, being able to interview people and you know uncover it's like oh this person is looked up to for you know what they do in business or what they do in the fitness industry or what they do in whatever, but how is food impacting them in the moment? How did it impact them? What, I just think that food is something so fundamentally uh, important in what we do day to day and where we came from, where we're going. Anyway, look, I just, not that there's a point of this conversation as much as, you know, we're all different in the way that we choose foods, but think about it for yourself right now. I'd love for you to just think about what developed the the types of foods that I choose right now, the, the foods that I love, the foods that I don't really enjoy as much. Is this influencing my kids or the people around me? It's just, it's such an interesting thing. It's so deep. There's no one direction to go here. But um, I hope that in future conversations with people on this podcast, that we can really uncover, you know, the the ins and outs of what brought people to uh, who they are today or what brought them to their food choices. Keep listening. Um, And look, if you want to join the conversation with this, come in, join our personal uh, or our private uh, Discord uh, group. We love to have these conversations and understand what food and habits are going to be best for someone else. Um, But uh, we're here. We want to teach. We want to learn with each other. Uh, But guys, keep listening. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. Uh, Please uh, like, uh, share any of these podcasts that you find that's helpful for you. It just takes seven seconds to really help change other people's lives. Uh, But guys, I so appreciate you. Enjoy the day.